brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm writer Kyle Higgins, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic reading crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, IDW, Boom Studios, Xenoscope, and more, we have everything you want to read right here. Transformers comics? Yeah, we cover that. He-Man? Yeah, sure. DC superheroes like Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Batman Beyond? Yep, we have those too. How about TMNT from IDW and I Hate Fairyland from Image Comics? Yeah, we have all that here. Plus, so much more. It's all inside the pull bag here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So without any further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we are reading right now here inside the pull bag. Hey, I'm Kyle Higgins, writer of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and you're listening to Mighty Morphin March here inside the pull bag. Hello and welcome to Mighty Morphin March here inside the pull bag. Once again, thank you to Kyle Higgins for the promos for this event here in the podcast. I am, of course, TF2 and Mike. Joining me is Steve Megatron. Hello, sir. Hello. And we are here one final time for now. We will be doing more Power Rangers coverage throughout 2019. Uh, but this is the final time for now because next month is Autobot April with more Transformers comics. Uh, but for now, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Boom Studios, Volume 5. Uh, written by Kyle Higgins, illustrated by Henry Presetta on chapter 1719 with assistance from Daniel Bayless. Uh, Danielle Denulo? I'm Denuclo, I'm probably mispronouncing that horribly, did chapter 20. Colors by Matt Herms on chapter 17 and 19 with assistance by somebody that I cannot pronounce, Joanna LaFuente on 18 and 19, and Walter. Biamonte on chapter 20, letters done by Ed Dukeshire. Um, chapter 17 starts off with our Vulcan Skull with their Ranger Station podcast. Kind of a catch-up. Now, I, I kind of like this, not necessarily in the trade form, but if you were doing this single issues and you just picked up the series, because there are certain points where any comic company, not just 
Boom Studios or IDW or DC or Marvel will do like here's a jumping on point for everybody well this kind of feels like a jumping on point like catch up for everybody that hasn't been paying attention to it and I love the way Bulk and Skull frame it like if you haven't been watching the show you know that was kind of cool we also get introduced to a new character uh, Grace Sterling from Promethea so Which that. will come into play later. Oh yeah, way later. Um, and we basically, the, this first part is basically the Rangers, you know, fighting crime all over the world. With Jason basically being the Zordon in the command center kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're even fighting national uh, natural disasters. That's a Superman thing, come on now. Stop taking Superman's work away from him, Power Rangers. Um, Very, very cool. I do really dig this. I think it's fun. Uh, I think it's interesting seeing the Rangers not just in Angel Grove. That is what is so cool to me about this. And as I said a couple of weeks ago, there, there are just times when you see a Zord next to a specific landmark, like the Eiffel Tower, like, you know, the Tower of London, or whatever... Very, very cool. Um, And we see how much this has taken a toll on everybody, specifically Jason, because he's always at the command center. He ends up sleeping there half the time. Um, They've found the pieces to Zordon's staff, which potentially could help them bring him back. We see Tommy and Kimberly kind of getting that whole, hey... Hey, kind of vibe going on. Uh, whereas Jason is just, you know, back at the command center doing his thing. It's cool to me to see Billy and Tommy training instead of Billy, instead of uh, Tommy and Jason. Because Billy was in the show was never really the physical type, but in this, I just I love that character development for him. Mm-hmm. Well, and it kind of shows another dynamic that, yes, he did do some, despite what they made you think. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we get Kimberly's home life with the fact that her parents aren't together anymore. Uh, the fact that her dad is, is going to get remarried uh, kind of thing. We see Trini, Trini at home with her reading list, recommended reading list. The fact that they put American Gods by Neil Gaiman on here is amazing to me. <laughs> uh, and the fact that Trini's already read it. Uh, but she's reading the Grace Sterling biography, so this is the Promethea lady. And then this monster shows up. We don't know where from. And Trini and Kimberly end up hanging out on top of the pterodactyl talking Jason and Zach end up hanging out in the command center because Jason's just running himself ragged um, what are you thinking so far um well one it's crazy to see them being like basically world police it's kind of showing that um, like SPD kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
just much earlier and and Jason kind of wearing himself out is just another thing entirely it's kind of funny though having Saba talking to them all yeah it is like hey you know even though you've got the green ranger green ranger still there's no white ranger yeah not yet not yet um but yeah and then you know Jason sleeping in the command center is just funny anyway yep 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 um yeah it's more of like a like I said I feel like chapter issue 6 uh, issue 17 is kind of like a jumping on point like you should really go check out the first 16 issues folks but if you haven't you know here's kind of the aftermath of that here's them readjusting to life like Kimberly and Trini said you know you go to an alternate dimension you save the world and you come back and everything's kind of boring it's like when people get con crud after any kind of geek convention like oh you're, you're super high and excited for being there you get home and you're like, eh, this is boring. I want to go back to the convention. Yep. Yep. So the Rangers eventually meet Grace Sterling. And Grace basically wants them to team up with her, uh, or for her to team up with them. And Jason basically flat out refuses, like, no, we're our own entity. We're not joining any, 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 anything, any whatever Promethea kind of a thing. And Grace is here because, come to find out, she has located where Finster is. Apparently she was the only one that could. And Finster has made his own town of people. Or I should say of putties that look like people. And he's made these monsters that look like people. Oh boy. Finster... Uh, he's up to his old tricks, and he doesn't know where Rita is or what's going on with her. Um, the one thing I thought was really cool in issue 18, as they're fighting these these putty monster things, again through panels, they actually put together the power sword. You know, they they they, they put together the, the 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 power blaster, power sword, power lance, daggers, axe, and bow. I thought that was super cool that they did that. I love that in the art. Um, very, very cool. And the two minions that Finster has with him turn into the, what, sloth something and, and crow something or other. Um, very, very cool. Interesting monsters. Jason and Tommy try to free the pilots and we have more of the battle and all of this green energy floating around um what do you think of the whole finster mad scientist bit in this i think it's kind of funny just because he's like ah you know they're like how can you track this he says that's the beauty of it there is no tracking it's all chaos that's part of the art <laughs> yep Absolutely. I do like how he gets interrogated by Saba. Yeah, that's very cool. And he's like, who are you? You know, let me see you. And he's like, not talking to you, dear prisoner. Mm-hmm. 
absolutely love that. Jason, once again, at the command center doing, you know, double duty. And, and Zach is like, I think maybe we should reconsider Grace's offer. So that starts a whole other conversation. And this part of the the issue ends with the, the new monster coming up on the screen. And, you know, there's no telling how many more there might be. Very, very cool. Uh, and where this attack is going on, or where it's going to happen, is Barcelona, Spain. So again, they've been to Paris, they've been to... Uh, Italy, they've been to a whole bunch of places. Very, very cool. Um, this is where the 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 new monsters, the the crow and the sloth monsters, come up. You have in the middle of this Kim and her dad having breakfast, and Tommy shows up, and basically her dad's telling her, "Hey, I'm gonna propose to your step future stepmom, and this, that, and the other thing, and all kinds of family issues." and he has Tommy come over, and it's all awkward for Kim and Tommy, and then their uh, their morphers go off, or their communicators go off, and he's like, oh, that's so cute. You two have matching watch ringtones. Oh, my God. And they're like, no. They're like, just, just stop. Yeah, yeah, just stop. And you've got Billy and his mom, and his mom dealing with, hey, you're safe now, and, you know, his mom is like, you know, remember, text me, and he's like, sigh. I mean, we know she's just worried about him and whatever else, but, you know, it's that whole thing. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the rangers all come together for this giant battle with these two monsters, they all morph. We have, um... That's what he's called. The Crover Lord. Crover Lord. Oh my god. Lame. Yeah. And, you know, they say, what's the other one? He looks like a sloth, and he's a... He's a... Sloth something or other. So they have a fight with these two monsters. Uh, they basically have the monsters destroy each other. Which is very, very cool. Um, the fact that the sloth dude, um, you know, basically to Jason, let's point that pointy end somewhere else. And he basically points him in the direction of Zack. And, and Billy basically has to shoot Zack in order for Jason not to hit him. So they have that whole thing going. Um, I, I, again, I just, for me, there, there is no criticism here on this. There are certain parts in the, in the beginning part of the run that, you know, in the first couple volumes that I might've criticized a little, but overall, I'm just enjoying this way too much because every bit of it, the art, the colors, the shadowing, the writing, all of it is so cool. Yeah, I really like the designs of them a lot. I love the coloring. I love the um, attention to detail where it matters. Oh, yeah. And then the, the added bonus of the uh, the revelation at the end of the issue. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
you know, and, you know, uh, Cloverlord is like, no, that wasn't supposed to happen, sorry, but, you know, insert witty quip here, and of course Zack has to say that, and we have this really cool shot of all of them with their weapons, very, very cool. Yeah, the revelation at the end of the issue is like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was probably the best part, to be honest, mm -hmm. was like, hey, you weren't the first. Yup. I mean, granted, we knew there were other rangers, like, even in the 1800s, but still. Right. And that's how this one kind of leaves off with, you know, I was Zordon's original Red Ranger. And then issue 20 is basically Grace's story and the original Power Rangers team from back on, you know, the moon landing back in 69. Which, again, it just goes to show you that Kyle Higgins and the team are not just sticking to weekly monsters. They're not just sticking to certain aspects of the show. They're not really sticking to any aspect of the show other than the Ranger designs and the Zord designs and things like that. Uh, which is direct homaging the show for all of that and whatever else. But they're telling such an original story that you just never know where it's going to go next. And the fact that issue 20 dedicates itself to a whole different Ranger team and how they did or didn't get along. Absolutely love that. The fact that they even mentioned Dark Spectre and the Psycho Rangers with Psycho Green being brought back to life here. Mm-hmm. So cool just anything that they can kind of come up with to you know create a completely different story uh, and the fact that none of them all none of the, the this ranger team Grace, Nikolai, any of them Jamie, any of them you know get along uh, the fact that Alpha turns on these universal translators so no matter what language any of them speak they can all understand each other because Nikolai's like, what? I'm not speaking English? Because <laughs> he's Russian. Um, very, very cool. And it just goes to show you how, like we were saying earlier about the alternate Earth Zordon, the alternate world Zordon, and the, and the decisions and the mistakes he made. We see a earlier version of our Zordon feeling like he has made some mistakes with this team because there's th so many things that go wrong with this team on oh, yeah, this totally. mission. So <laughs> I love when they all morph and the and the the one guy ends up being the Pink Ranger. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what? What? I didn't sign up for this. Exactly. But I love it. I love that they're the ones that kind of discover Rita's dumpster. I thought that was really cool. Um, again, Power Rangers in space, even though it's not the actual in-space Rangers, but with Rita having a moon palace, you and we've already seen them go up to space anyway. We saw Tommy and, that, Tommy and Jason do it in the Dragon's Art earlier in this arc um, in Volume 1 and 2, so... It's not like this is anything new, but I just, I love Power Rangers on the Moon for some odd reason. I just absolutely think that's super cool. It's a different, you know, venue for the Rangers. It's, you know, I mean, a few of them even talk about, I can get used to this, you know, no gravity thing 
kind of thing. So very, very cool. Um, and sadly, Psycho Green basically destroys three of them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, it's very, very, very sad. So there's a battle there, and... We have them basically destroying Psycho Green, or hopefully destroying him, even though they've lost so much. Uh, he gets into another form, and they try to get to Rita's palace, and they find this cannon thing, and hopefully this works, and one of them, uh, the Blue Ranger actually sacrifices him, Nikolai sacrifices himself to destroy the upgraded version of the of the of the psycho green ranger and you know they all have you know issues at the end of all of this and everything and it ends with um grace getting a, a part you know <laughs> yeah one giant leap and she ends up getting a piece of ranger tech and that's how she probably does, you know, the whole Promethea thing, which will continue in the next part of the story next time on the on the show in a couple of months here. Um, the back of it is the ongoing misadventures of Squat, uh, Squat and Babu. Um, but I love this. I think it was really cool seeing a completely different Ranger team uh, dealing with all of this stuff. Like, dealing with becoming Power Rangers. You know, the the one guy dealing with the fact that he's the Pink Ranger. I mean, we've only had, to my recollection, and Power Rangers fans, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I am a Power Ranger fan myself, we've only ever had one red female uh, leader ranger, to my knowledge. I'm probably wrong. I don't know what's going on in the current... I know what's going on in the current series, Beast Morphers. I don't know what's going on in series past samurai but the last female uh red ranger i remember was in spd the the lady that was on the the spd a squad at the end of this part of the story going into the next part what are you thinking um i'm thinking i want to know what the whole deal is with grace in the next issue in the prometheus program but Absolutely. Uh, same here. I want to know what's going on with that, even though I already know because I read it a year ago. But uh, what, what's interesting, going to be interesting to me is to see how far they take certain uh, homages. Like they mentioned Dark Spectre and the Psycho Rangers. Obviously, we had Psycho Green in here. But Dark Spectre is from a completely different aspect of the Power Rangers. He's not from the Rita era. Um... You know, in in the cover gallery in in this volume, you have a cover with Lord Zed. So I'm wondering if Lord Zed's ever actually going to show up in the story. Um, yeah, I just love it all around. I, I think it's super fun. Um, I think it's a comic series that any Power Rangers fan should read at some point. Uh, just to enjoy it, because that's what I did. Like, yeah, as soon as I started reading, like, when I was done with Volume 1, I'm like, um, I have podcast plans now, as soon as I was done. But I still read the other four volumes at the time to enjoy the story, because I had never read it before at the time. So, there is that. Uh, 
hopefully folks coming up next time will be auto Butley april i'm not sure if it's going to happen or not but basically my plan is to get hopefully one host on each of the four or five parts of each episode where we're actually going to go back and we're going to take a look at the transformers idw spotlight issues so one character one co-host per issue kind of thing so I'll have somebody on Megatron, on Optimus, on Orion Pax, uh, Ultra Magnus, Wheelie, Hot Rod, whatever kind of thing. So that's what's going on in Autobotly April this year. Uh, in Autobotly August, later this year, we will get to the end of the IDW universe that just ended before the new one starts up. Actually, the new one has already started up. So there's that. Um, anything you've got going on that you want to pimp out? Uh, not much that I can think of. All right. I think we're going to get out of here. Make your great escape into comics. We will catch you next time here inside the pull bag. Thanks for tuning in to Mighty Morphin March 2019. You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag, the GCRN's first comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on the episode and all of our different podcasts. You can rate and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Become a fan of us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thepullbag. Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at thepullbag and at geekcastradio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. Is your cat on your lap? Yes, you can hear her, can't you? Yes, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. Damn it, kitty, lay down. You're interrupting the program. <laughs> Let the power protect you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.